Welcome to the Spa Retailer Podcast, where we talk about retail, business, and all things related to the hot tub industry. Here's your host, Megan Kendrick. Welcome to the Spa Retailer Podcast. I'm here again with Dave Carlton, the owner of Spa Pool Marketing Success. Dave has years of experience doing internet marketing specifically for the hot tub industry, and today we're talking to him about pay-per-click versus organic SEO marketing. Dave, let's just start off with the basics. What is pay-per-click advertising and how does it work? Okay, well, let me kind of start off by saying that uh, as uh, pool, spa, sauna, massage chair, dealers, uh, any of anybody who's listening today, you know, we really need to <clears throat> balance paid versus organic. It's not a matter of doing just one or just the other. It, it really uh, comes down to a balance. So, uh, Pay-per-click advertising, or PPC, sometimes people call it CPC, cost per per click, it relates specifically to search engines like Google or Bing or Yahoo. And that's where you set up ads to show on these search engines when someone um, uh, types in a specific keyword. And when someone, when your ad shows up and someone clicks on it, you pay for that click. So if the ad does show up and nobody clicks, you don't pay. Uh, now, um, I'm gonna. Uh, I, I thought I might dive in a, a little bit also, if it's okay. People, when when people think of uh, pay per click or PPC, they traditionally think of AdWords. But uh, in the last few years, there have been other forms of of PPC, and specifically, and probably the the, the more popular one, other than AdWords, is Facebook. So. Uh, anticipating because you're so forward thinking that you might be asking me the difference between Facebook advertising and AdWords advertising I thought I would just sort of sort of throw it out there so the difference between uh, Google and Facebook when somebody goes to to Google uh, they are intentionally searching for something it could be a car dealership it could be a restaurant but they are typing in keywords, specific keywords. It could be uh, hot tub dealer uh, Des Moines or, or something like that, sauna, sauna sale in Chicago. And in, the, in terms of Google, you are bidding for those keywords. You're telling Google, I am willing to pay uh, X amount. When somebody types in the word hot tubs in Chicago, I'm willing to pay X amount for that. So again, um, people going on Google, uh, they have an intent to find something. When it comes to Facebook, uh, people go to Facebook <clears throat> are going there to connect with friends, um, not necessarily to look for products and services. But you still can advertise on Facebook. But in the case of Facebook, you are bidding for potential buyers based on demographic and psychographic target market. So if you are that Chicago dealer, you may say, okay, I want to have somebody, I want uh, this ad to reach uh, a person that is 25 to 64 years old, male, within a uh, 25 mile radius around um, Lincoln or uh, downtown Chicago. And I want them to be active you know, outdoorsy. I want them to read, um, you know, uh, 
uh, Newsweek or something like that, you can really drill down quite a bit to get the uh, psychographic uh, target market that you're looking for. So again, AdWords is uh, keyword intent and Facebook is uh, you're bidding on demographics and psychographics, essentially the, the type of person who you know at least fits the, the target of the uh, potential buyer for your product and service. On Facebook, you have so many options for finding your target demographic. How do you even begin to drill that down? Great question. Uh, Facebook actually uh, kind of walks you through that. When you sign on to do Facebook advertising, and by the way, I'm not talking about boosting. I think boosting personally is a waste of time and a waste of money. Uh, but when you target specific demographics, once you create that ad, uh, it will ask you, um, you know what what is the radius that you're looking for it'll ask you uh, there's a section in there that lets you type in uh, specific demographics there's a section that types in that where you can type in interests which is essentially psychographics or what people do you know when they're not working uh, so and once you begin to type things in it it pre-populates as you're typing kind of like it does in Google it'll kind of finish your sentence for you so if you're looking for homeowners and you start typing home it'll It'll type in the word, you know, finish that word for you, homeowner. So there is um, a variety of options that Facebook gives you when you are actually uh, setting up your ad to begin with. Is there a big cost difference between adver AdWords versus Facebook? I would say in the past, I would say that uh, Facebook has been less expensive than Google. I think with the popularity of Facebook advertising, I think it's beginning to be more expensive. But it also depends on uh, what you're what you're talking about in terms of cost. There's cost per click. There's cost per conversion. I mean, we can really get ner nerdy and, and 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 pretty geeky here when it comes to that. But I would say in general, if you're if you're doing your AdWords right and you're doing your Facebook uh, advertising correctly, Facebook in general probably costs you less per click. Is one more effective than the other? You know, they're they're just different. You know, Facebook is considered more interruption marketing. With Facebook, people are going to you know see what the latest cat video is. You know, you know something like that, or or what uh, you know what people when they people take pictures of, of their dinners, which I never really understand. But uh, so they're going to they're going to check up on friends, and it just so happens that your ad. Um, appeals to that demographic and psychographic, so it's interrupting what they what their intention was in going to to Facebook. So uh, certainly Google is definitely more targeted to intention, and intention being you know hot tub dealer Chicago. So uh, you know it I, I I guess they're just different. They they can both be effective and they both generally generate leads I, I do uh, Google advertising as my as an agency we do a Google AdWords Bing uh, pay-per-click and Facebook advertising and we have some dealers that do Google and Facebook you know to cover both bases so they can both be effective and in, in instances where we're managing that for our clients both of those generate leads and by leads I mean names phone numbers email addresses and the intention of what the the client or the prospect is looking for. So that's the basics of pay-per-click advertising. How about SEO? Well, there's when, when people talk about SEO, uh, I think there's sort of a misnomer. Uh, the way that I explain it to my clients is that 
there is on-site SEO and there's off-site SEO. And by the way, SEO stands for search engine optimization. So when, when we're talking about on-site SEO or search engine optimization, those are the things that you do on your site, on your website or to your website to make it easier for the search engines to find you. So again, on-site is exactly what it says, doing things on your website to optimize it to tell Google what your website is about. Now, off-site SEO, which some people refer to as SEM or search engine marketing, this really involves inbound marketing or internet marketing strategies using non-website properties that you manage. So a good example of off-site SEO would be making a video and having it on YouTube. Uh, so it's on your YouTube channel. It's not your website, but it is you. It is a an offshoot of your business. So that's that's the main difference there. So when you um, when you do uh, SEO, um, let, let, let's kind of concentrate on on on-site SEO. When you do on-site SEO, you want to uh, take a look at what Google sees and you want to take a look at what people see. So when somebody comes to your website, obviously whatever they whatever page they land on, that's what people see. But if you right click on any page and uh and go to a view source, you'll actually be able to see the coding behind uh, behind every page for any website that you want uh for all practical purposes. That is what Google sees. That's that's uh the you know the matrix if you will. So Google is looking at all the coding and people are looking at uh whatever it is that uh, you know that they would normally see. And you need to optimize for both. You can't just do things, you know, for Google and then your website looks horrible and you can't just have a beautiful website and not tell Google what your uh what your website is about. So you really need to do both. And a lot of times that means um, search terms, um, keyword phrases, uh, and you need to find out what what phrases people are typing into Google and you need to incorporate that into the metadata uh, of, your, um, of your website. How do you find out what the search terms are that you should be focusing on? That's a great question. One of the easiest ways, and you know, I could spend a you know a couple hours going through this, but <laughs> one of the easiest ways is go to Google, type in the keyword phrase, and then when the results come back, I want you to scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, and there's something there called related search terms, and and that will tell you uh, what Google uh, what other people search for that are related to the keyword that you just typed in. And I would also suggest when you don't just type in the word hot tubs. If you just type in the word hot tubs or above ground pools or, or saunas, it's, your, your, your search is so broad that it's going to bring in a ton more people that you have to compete with. So I always suggest people are type in, you know, again, hot tubs, Chicago, above ground pool dealer, San Francisco, whatever it is. And that will, uh, give you some related search terms. And uh, again, I could go into a, a lot more detail on that. If you're using Google AdWords, they actually have a, a, a keyword tool that you can use, but, those two are probably the fastest and easiest way to do that.
Now that we have the basics, what strategy do you think dealers should be using and why? Uh, Pay-per-click versus just organic SEO? Good question. So I get this question all the time. Should I be doing AdWords or should I be doing organic? And which costs more and which is better and which is going to generate more leads? And the answer to that question is it really depends. Um, so let me kind of go through the pluses and minuses of pay-per-click and organic. So pay-per-click, and let's concentrate on AdWords for the moment. If somebody wants to be on page number one, page one of Google, I can literally have them there in 20 minutes. So your the, the pluses for pay-per-click is the results are almost immediate. You can turn it on and turn it off at will. So you can spend $100 and turn it off. Um, you can outrank your competitors right now, um, both in organic and in pay-per-click if you're willing to pay more. And um, you get to test things. If you want to test out, you know, ad copy or headlines, it's a good place to, to do that. The minuses of pay-per-click is that you can waste a lot of money real fast if you don't do it right. Usually when you set up your AdWords, you're setting it up on a on a, a daily spend, so $10 a day, $500 a day, whatever it is. So over, you know, $100 a day, and I have some dealers that are spending, you know, $5,000 a month on AdWords or more. Um, you, it, it can really get out of control if you don't know what you're doing. One of the other things about pay-per-click, it, it's sort of like renting versus owning a house. Um, there is no residual value of using AdWords. And what that means is once you stop paying Google or once you reach your daily limit of $30 a day, your ads turn off. So if you're in a very competitive market and you have uh, keywords that cost um, $3 a click, after 10 clicks, your ads disappear, hence your marketing is gone. Now that may happen at 10 o'clock in the morning or it may happen at 10 o'clock at night. But again, once your ad budget is used up, your marketing is gone. And I guess the last minus I would use is I have some dealers that do so much um, AdWords pay-per-click that I think it affects their organic results. And what I mean by that is searchers are lazy. Um, if they see your, uh, if they see what they're looking for, if they type in Hot Tubs Chicago and your and your name appears at the top, uh, you know there's there's usually three or four different ads in AdWords, and then there's like ten different results in or in organic. They see your ad at the top and they see your organic as number as number five. They'll just click on AdWords. So what happens is over time you're not getting as as many organic clicks as you might. But again, that's for people that spend a ton of money on, on AdWords. So that's pay-per-click. Now let me go through the pluses and minuses of organic. With organic, your results can take uh, or, or can last for years and years and years. There's some videos and some press releases and some other strategies that we use that are still up on page one uh, on Google years after I, I put them out there. The other thing is that according to a lot of statistics, 75% plus or minus of the clicks come from organic. And um, I think a lot of people do know that those ads on the top 
and now there's four ads on the bottom that they are paid ads and that they don't want to click on ads they want to go and click on the organic results now um, in, in AdWords there's the strategy is AdWords in organic there's literally dozens of strategies to choose from it you're not just limited to one organic SEO strategy uh, doing SEO improves your website ranking doing organic marketing whereas pay-per-click that does not affect where your website ranks in the organic uh, listings uh, good content marketing can improve your authority and your brand image uh, so those are you know I'm sure there's more but those are the basic pluses of, of organic uh, some of the minuses is, you know what, it just takes longer to uh, to do. You know, with, uh, with AdWords, as I mentioned, in 20 minutes I can have you on page one. Uh, January 1, I start implementing an organic strategy to get your website or some other property that you own to appear on page one of the search engines. It could take a month. It could take two months. But once it's there, um, it's it'll stay up much longer so hopefully that kind of gives you the overview of pay-per-click versus organic marketing pluses and minuses it sounds like you have to do SEO so the question becomes how much should I be putting into pay-per-click right to me doing SEO on well again there's two types of SEO on-site and organic doing on-site SEO when I talk to a client that's almost non-negotiable I hate to be so forceful in that but if your if your website is not optimized properly it, it will hurt you forever and ever so we always start out doing the organic as I'm sorry the on-site SEO now from there uh, we want to be giving Google in terms of organic we always want to be giving Google uh, recent and relevant content. Uh, matter of fact, I, I'm going to go through that. Um, I was planning on kind of going through that a little bit um, as we kind of move through the through the podcast here. But we definitely want to be doing something. Google is sending out spiders and bots to your site on a daily basis. The more the more info you update uh, on your site, the more times it comes back. The more times it comes back, the more um, it has the opportunity to give you uh, better rankings, uh, you know, in the search engine results. So you can do both AdWords or pay-per-click simultaneously, but I wouldn't do one at the expense of the other. Always start with on-site SEO. And anything you can do on top of that is great. If, uh, if you can do some of the organic marketing, great. If you can do pay-per-click but you never want to do in my opinion you never want to be uh, beholding just to, to Google because if all of a sudden your budget runs out then and you haven't been doing any organic marketing then you have nothing um, so doing some organic marketing to get uh, placement in the search engine rankings is always a good idea in my opinion can you give some examples of the different on-site SEO strategies that you mentioned? Sure, sure. So I, I think that you have to take the 30,000-foot view. Before you start diving in and just doing stuff, I think you need to, uh, or dealers need to uh, understand what the main goals of organic SEO marketing yeah, you know, should be. So the first thing I would say is you want to be where your prospects are searching. 
and where prospects are searching there are search engines so you got to be in it to win it so you need to be where they're searching you need to be positioned better than your competition and you need to provide Google with recent and relevant uh, information now um, in terms of how you go about doing that well there are several different types of of uh, organic marketing or some people refer to it as content marketing and some of those might include blogging uh, videos uh, so you have you can put a blog on your site you can put something on YouTube images which might translate into like a Pinterest or a Facebook you can do press releases you can do testimonials and reviews you can write articles you can do infographics anything that you can promote uh, that would be helpful to people searching for your products and services and let me just as a side note say that a thousand dollars off or we're having a huge tent sale that is not content marketing that's just selling and you want to you want to do more than just sell um, it's like Facebook you don't every time you post it shouldn't be that you're having a sale when we do social media posting for our clients it's like info 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 sell info 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 sell we always want to be providing value to our the people that are following us hopefully that's why they're following us now we can slip in some sales in there but it's, it shouldn't always just be buy 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 so let's just say that you have you've selected a a type of content marketing that you're going to start uh, implementing once you write that blog or once you uh, write that press release or do an image or a video or whatever then what you want to do is you want to uh, amplify that or promote that that content and that's where some of the off-site strategies have come in so let's use the blog as an example writing a blog putting that on your website that is an on-site SEO strategy now taking that blog and promoting it on Facebook on Pinterest or on Twitter or, or house or any of those places that's taking that information and amplifying it putting it out there so we're not just uh, if you don't put it out into the world uh, using these methods you're the only way that it's going to be seen as if someone comes to your website so you want to amplify that using social media marketing video marketing press release marketing you can put things on Craigslist you can send it out as an email in your newsletters those are all great ways to amplify what you're doing uh, on your on your website since you've got advertising going on in all these different places that we've talked about how do you even start to measure that how do you know if it's working yeah yeah good question there's, a, there's actually a lot of ways. Some people say, well, you can't really measure organic marketing. Um, and that's not really true. It really depends on, uh, you know, what it is that you, uh, what your intention was originally in doing either pay-per-click or organic marketing. But there are several different ways that you can actually measure it. And it all has to do with looking at your stats. So if you are using AdWords, very easy. You go to AdWords, you log in, you take a look at the statistics from your site. It'll tell, uh, excuse me, from your ad campaigns. It'll tell you how many impressions each ad got, uh, how many clicks you got, 
what the cost per click was, what the uh, CTR or click-through rate was. In other words, if a thousand people saw it and 300 people clicked on it, that's a 30% click-through rate. That's that is telling you that 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 30% of the people found that ad to be effective. Now, if you're if you're doing AdWords the right way and you have some goals and some conversions set up on there to see if you can capture names and email addresses you can also take a look at the conversion rate um, how many people that clicked on the ad actually converted into a lead so AdWords it's pretty cut and dry and they can tell you which keywords people clicked on and did those people convert I mean they really get into the weeds on it and they, they really do a nice job on that in terms of organic here what you want to do is go to Google Analytics. Hopefully you have uh, Google Analytics uh, set up on, on the site and maybe at some point, uh, Megan, we can actually have a podcast about uh, Google Analytics as well. But uh, once you sign into Google Analytics, Google Analytics is a, is a, uh, a free software program that Google provides that you can put some code on your site and it will tell you a variety of things where your traffic is coming from what pages they clicked on how much time they're spending it, it can give you a variety of things uh, a variety of information now for purposes of this discussion uh, you can actually go to Google Analytics and you can compare your Google AdWords versus your Google organic versus your uh, direct traffic and direct traffic is people that know you are typing in your name so you can actually go in and you can see how many people came from organic how many people came from pay-per-click and as well as other areas even Facebook for that matter and you can see um, how much time they spent on the site which pages they went to did they convert so anything that falls under the category of Google organic and there's specifically a category as a as a traffic source on Google Analytics which is labeled Google organic you can actually see how much traffic you're getting from uh, your content marketing efforts so Google Analytics helps you track everything yeah I mean tracking is everything it really is if you want to uh, justify what you're doing in terms of spend or ROI you need to be able to look at statistics you can't rely on on gut feel yeah I think I think it's working otherwise you're just throwing money down the drain it definitely sounds like you recommend that dealers use a combination of pay-per-click and organic SEO marketing yeah I would say so I think that that's uh, the best thing that people can do and if you have a thousand dollars a month to spend I would say that you can break that up some people ask me about budgeting and stuff like that um, but before I actually say give a recommendation to a client in terms of what they should be spending first I, I like to tell them uh, or recommend to them first thing you need to do is decide on your goals what are you trying to accomplish whether it's AdWords or whether it's organic marketing why are you doing it don't just do it because the factory said you should be doing it do it with a goal in mind so set your goal up and that goal might be traffic that goal might be uh, branding whatever that is set those goals ahead of time and remember that um, generally speaking uh, organic marketing is really to fill your sales funnel that's more long-term think and again think of it that 
as I just said organic marketing is to fill your sales funnel for future sales and I like to think of AdWords as today's sales the low-hanging fruit but generally speaking I would say you absolutely have to do on-site SEO uh, search engine optimization and if you are going to do organic or content marketing it shouldn't be a one-off um, you shouldn't say okay it's January I wrote three blogs oh my goodness I'm so glad I'm done doing organic marketing for the year organic mar marketing needs to be consistent and recent and relevant and sometimes I hear people talk about well I'm already on page one so I don't really need to do anything well I don't think that's a it's an accurate statement you may be on page one today but but remember your current level of organic traffic is not guaranteed your competitors aren't sitting still Google changes their algorithms hundreds of times literally hundreds of times a year so uh, your competition is getting smarter Google's changing algorithms which guarantees that where you are today or what's working today might not be working tomorrow so in my opinion investing in SEO is truly uh, investing in your future listening to you talk about Google changing their algorithms hundreds of times sounds overwhelming <laughs> is it possible for dealers to be able to manage this on their own or do they need a service to keep up with everything which obviously this is something that people pay you to do for them so I'm kind of teeing you up for a sales pitch here I guess <laughs> well I, I think they can I guess it really depends on the dealer what I tell people is you're really and I guess I don't want this to be too self-serving but what I tell people you're good at setting up your store and selling hot tubs or above ground pools I'm not I'm good at uh, making sure that there's enough traffic and we're and we're generating leads I had a guy tell me once that uh, a, a, another uh, internet marketer that went to talk to his dentist and his dentist was saying oh my gosh I, I am so into this internet marketing thing and you know I can do this and I can do this and the guy's thinking oh my god I don't want my dentist to know you know I, I'd rather have my dentist spend his time you know learning about dentistry not about you know <laughs> internet marketing uh, I, I guess I wouldn't go that far if you have the time and you have the inclination to learn all this stuff I say go for it um, but if you don't then hire the hire the expertise of, of someone who who does it for a living I mean people come to you as a pool and spa dealer because of your expertise in that area uh, people come to me because or other uh, internet marketers because that's what they do you know that's what we concentrate on as as individual business owners so do it if you can if you have the capability if you have an on-site staff don't give internet marketing to your to your bookkeeper or don't give internet marketing to someone to a salesperson that does it part-time otherwise in my opinion you're, you're gonna get part-time results if you're gonna go for it then go for it and have somebody spend full-time on it and if you can't afford that then bring somebody else in uh, either an outside consultant or maybe a part-time uh, person who that's all they do uh, to do that so that would be my recommendation we're going to wrap it up there thanks for giving us the basics of pay-per-click and SEO Dave I know I learned a lot well thanks Megan I appreciate the opportunity you've been listening to the spa retailer podcast thanks for joining us until next time you've been listening to the spa retailer podcast you can 
download previous episodes on iTunes, Google Play, or at spotretailer.com slash podcast. Be sure to download the Spot Retailer app where you can also listen to the podcast and get access to all the magazine articles as well as exclusive content.